Welcome y'all to the Expanded Podcast. Um, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, we were unable to record um, the last session. And also due to technical difficulties, today's session will be relatively short. But hopefully in the future, um, things will be much better. And today joining us, we have me, your wonderful host, Jason Popich, along with um, Zach. Hey, We also have hey. Autumn. Hello. You have Jeffrey. And then Patricio. Hey, what's up? And yeah, so welcome back to the Underexpanded Podcast. And now we're going to bitch and moan and complain about how our week was because we are getting absolutely destroyed <laughs> in our classes. It's been rough, gentlemen and ladies. Uh, although I got to say, oh, like, yeah, last yeah. night's uh, APPM homework yeah. it wasn't that bad. It was uh, a dream. I know. <laughs> we, I, yeah, we got it done by like nine. I had to do it very quickly because while, while you guys were all working on on um on doing that homework i had to be in my uh, 2002 zoom for uh finishing up that oh yeah cambered airflow lab. I, had to... I i uploaded the homework with i want to say like a minute nice. to spare Jeez. it was scary yeah that sounds scary dude it's just like last night for because i'm assuming all your teams um uh, submitted the oh, yeah. lab for 2002 mm-hmm. yep yeah. last night for like the 10 extra points right. which yeah. for background for those of you that are listening we had a lab assignment due so basically the way the uh, ASIN 2002 aerodynamics and thermodynamics works is you have two labs that you do over the semester um, and each lab essentially takes half the semester the second lab if we wanted 10 extra points on it we would su- we had to submit it by last night essentially at midnight um, and <laughs> you got you got to be kind of stupid not to try to submit it <laughs> for the 10 extra points because um, trust me, like those ten extra points very sorely needed as we probably lost ten points to begin with. Um, either way, uh, so yeah, last night when you were saying Zach about turning in like your uh, APPM homework late, reminded me of uh, us turning trying to turn in our lab too because we literally started submitting it at nineteen fifty eight or at eleven fifty eight at oh, night, Jesus. and I took a screenshot because I knew immediately that it was going to take longer than two minutes to upload. And it did. It finished uploading at 12.06 and registered Aww. as if it uploaded at 12.06. Oh, no. So we sent, Ro- we sent Bobby a panicked email saying, like, hey, <laughs> like we turned this in on time. It's just it took forever to upload. And he was like, I don't see your submission. And then we were like, oh, no. Hey. And then I was there and <laughs> he gave us the time. Good guy, Bobby. That's why we love Bobby. Yeah, no. Bobby's like Bobby, Ma, Johnson, and Wingate are, like, the best. Um. They really are very good professors, uh, especially yeah. Wingate's and Johnson's class. They they are that class is very well paced out, super forgiving. You can make plenty of mistakes, and you'll still understand. You will still understand a lot of stuff. And I mean, honestly, yeah. Ma's class too is super paced out. They are not at all, but Ma, he I think he yeah, does a great job really of explaining aerodynamics to us. I I definitely agree with the Ma thing. Honestly, I have watched. I can count the amount of um, of Johnson's lectures I've watched on one hand, like all the way through. <laughs> it's it's a bad habit, but like, I feel like there's always just something else going on. I guess that's fair. It's hard to um, like take the time to watch the pre-recorded lectures. Like, you just don't want to do it, and it's so annoying. Like, I like having like live session classes because then yeah. I actually like prompted to go. Right. So then, like, with the pre-recorded stuff, it's just, uh. 
Yeah. Right, I think uh, there's a higher initial resistance to starting yep, the that's to where starting I am the pre-recorded right ones because you can say, "Oh, I can do that at any time," and then that never me. happens. <laughs> <laughs> the philosophy lasted me up until this week when I didn't watch any of the calculus three lectures because I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's, it's pre-recorded. I'll watch it later." I'm I'm down in San Diego hanging out with uh, with a friend of mine, but like. I'll, I'll just watch the lectures later. And here it is Friday, not watch a single lecture this week. <laughs> so we, we are thriving. Dude, yeah. there's, some inter- there's some very important concepts. Yeah, you don't want to miss well, it looks those. Like my, my Monday is going <laughs> to be all calculus. Your Monday? What about tomorrow and Sunday? Dude, that's all, that's all the um, computational methods project, my man. Oh, oh shit. No. How far are you? Not far to? enough. I'll yeah, tell you that much. Dude, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you're so screwed. I'll be all right. Well, why is Jason so pessimistic? Well, how, how far are you in? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, Does your code I work? I think so. I actually haven't run it in a while. Um, we'll find out. Really? Oh, man. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to be pessimistic. But you really need to crank it up. Come over to, to the dark side twice the speed. No, it's really easy. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Drip. Well, if you need help with it, just like let me know. I appreciate that. I can help you out. Um, same thing you know, for you, Autumn, because I know last night you said that you needed help on it. Which do you still need help with that? Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna work on it tonight by myself, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and again, for the uninitiated, the 2012 project is, that we're talking about is also pretty much a semester long or half a semester long project that we model the flight of a, of a bottle rocket. So essentially from the minute we ignite it all the way until um, it hits the ground again. So going through three different phases where you have the water expulsion phase where water gets dumped out the back, then gas where the gas, the air gets dumped out the back, and then ballistic, where it's just falling. Um, which was, I gotta say, an interesting lab, however incredibly long, and incredibly poor um, communication from the inst- instructional team. My uh, only motivation to finish this lab is actually launching the rocket, because I've actually done it, because I went to a summer camp um, the summer before senior year of high school, at Boulder and we basically did this lab and the TAs there they gave us their code to run it so like we we like um mapped everything like we did what they did but using their code and then we actually launched everything so it was a lot of fun so that sounds really cool that sounds like fun yeah where, yeah, where was the nice. camp posted at Boulder it was um at CU yeah oh before um yeah because it was mostly where the old arrow building was so main campus, we were in the ITLL a lot, um, and yeah, we uh, we launched them in the business field, I think. Yeah, I have videos of it. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. How long was it? Um, it was a week long, and then we got a scholarship from going, so. Ooh. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, well, hold up a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got paid to I go got to a summer camp. I got paid to go to a summer camp. <laughs> it was... What? How come I didn't hear about this? <laughs> Yeah. Um, it w- I don't even know how I heard about it, because um, I think they reached out to the high schools 
in Colorado. Um, and then, like, uh, you had to fill out your application, and then so many people were picked to go. Um, did it reach out to my high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But um, it was called, like, um, Engineer Me, something like that. And then some of the TAs who we've worked with, they were at it, but I don't know if they remembered me. Hmm. So I've just kind of not brought it up. But <laughs> Solid. Yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Dope. Which actually kind of reminds me, I don't know if y'all ever did this, but in high school, like the AIAA, pretty much every year around February host the, uh, shoot, I forgot what the first part was, but essentially it's a controls conference for a week long. And at the very end of the week, they have a day entirely devoted to like high school kids, um, where that you do a bunch of high school events. And I remember my senior year of high school going to it. It was so much fun because it was hosted up at Breckenridge too. Uh, so it's like the ski resort so uh like i know for college kids too like the college kids are mentors to the high schoolers and then the high schoolers essentially form these teams and they got to complete like several challenges and meet stuff like that a lot of fun really good food and i signed up to be a mentor hopefully if covid is over for this coming year and they'll give me a free night at the breckenridge hotel uh resort Ooh. oh that's awesome uh, that sounds awesome nice. lit. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that kind of reminds me of that. Uh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Although, I will say though, because I used to go to a summer camp every summer, that I do miss it a lot. Too bad I graduated. <laughs> yeah, like, it was a lot of fun. my uh, only yeah. engineering experience prior to going to Boulder um, are just three summer camps that same summer. That's it. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah the summer camps I went <laughs> yeah. to weren't engineering summer yeah, camps. Yeah, same. Um, but... But what's absolutely hilarious about the camps is they're technically a, uh, what was the word, relationship-free zone. Because the whole point of the camp was essentially to uh, uh, get kids to be outdoors here in Colorado or whatever. And, in and order be closer to with God. Be legal. And be what? closer with God, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, but essentially it's like, what's the word? I don't know. It, in order to avoid, like, legalities, because, like, you know, when you're dealing with, like, teenagers underneath the age <laughs> of 18, it's, like, there's yeah. a bunch of legal things you got to avoid, and teenagers away from their parents in the middle of the woods are for some very interesting times. So, yeah, no relationships. However, for being a very non-relationship camp, 99% um, of what we did were relationship-related. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you mean, like, like, pairing up and whatnot? What do you mean, like... Kind of, because they allowed us to choose pairs, but, like, literally within the first two hours of showing up for, like, camp, everybody's like, so who's your cow? Uh, and cow essentially stands for the crush of the week. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, That's really yeah, ugly. Honestly, I really, what kind of what? camp is that? I never heard of it. Uh, yeah, it's in the mountains. It's a lot of fun, honestly. A lot of fun. <laughs> totally would recommend 10 out of 10. I will take um, your word for it. Like, on especially that one. at night. I love I'll take what? your word for it on that one. <laughs> oh, okay, it's cuz yes, they restrict. However, it's like as older kids, we were, we were like we mentored like the younger ones and like they looked up right. to us and then obviously we had like our teams, we played sports. Um you had like mountain biking, um mountain climbing, hiking, uh you name it. It was pretty much there. Horseback riding, etc. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. However, it's uh yeah, once once we got rid of like the daily activities or whatever, the fun really started at night. Um, 
Because it's like they also segregated like the guys and the girls just so again right. legality issues. <laughs> yeah. um, Isn't however, segregation guys... illegal though? <laughs> what? Isn't segregation well, yeah. illegal? <laughs> yeah, it is illegal. However... In that context, I think it's I think I, th- I think yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. in okay. this context it's justified. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's justified. justified. Uh, but what's hilarious is like in the middle of the night, it's like we started something that was called uh at least the guys because the girls had their own equivalent which i'll talk about in a hot sec but the guys we started was called meow meow club Uh, yeah 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 exactly exactly and meow meow club essentially you can think of it like a cult cat boys Uh, you were all cat boys every you were all cat boys is what i'm hearing uh what the hell not really however we did burst in meowing and banging on walls and then there's a lot of things, and actually, my knees are a testament to wild nights because, like, they're they're like completely. Excuse dry. me. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, because I was we were running after a guy in the middle of the woods at like one in the morning, and I uh, oh my God. yeah I hit a rock and then slid like ten feet on gravel, so ripped my. What the uh, fuck? But yeah, yeah, so essentially, so the Meow Meow Club, the whole premise is, like, at the very beginning, it's, like, of the day, like, we wake up at, like, 7 in the morning, which, with the long nights, kind of sucks. However, we wake up in the morning, we go to breakfast, and every week, like, one one of the counselors, like, sponsors the Meow Meow Club, essentially, and then he'll, at the very end of whatever announcement, or somewhere along the announcement, he'll stick in a meow, somewhere along there. And then the rest of the, like, the cabins were all meow. And then... As the week progresses, it gets worse and more cultish. And then when Thursday night hits is when things go wild. Like, everybody who's already a part of Meow Meow Club disappears. Like, they're all gone. Like, we'll take our bandanas and then literally walk out. Um, And there's, like, this cabin out in the middle of nowhere where we'll go to. And then we'll start initiating, like, the newer people from our cabin into the Meow Meow Club. Um, It's honestly, like, a lot of fun. Like, the initiation, like, you could hear us from, like, a mile out. Um... um, so yeah, that's fun. I'm, I'm in <laughs> shock. <It is> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because like my year when I was initiated, it's like you have like the guys like all the lights are off in the cabin. And it's a huge cabin. It fits like what fifty people mm-hmm. in there, um, and all the lights are off. And it's like a bunch of hallways, etc. And you have people congregated in the rooms. And uh, like when I was getting initiated, they literally we barricaded the door. They busted down that door and they grabbed a person and dragged them out like it's stuff like that and then one person held onto the beam so they dragged like the bed out with oh my them. gosh um yeah it's it's a lot of fun honestly it's a lot of fun although i will say my last year there we burst in uh i think to get like our sixth initiate or something like that and we literally stopped at the door because they're all like just standing there and they look at us and they're like we killed a rat and we're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we killed a rat. And literally one guy got up, had the rat by the tail, and then started doing, like, the dance that you see from, like, Fortnite where, like, you're moving, like, your the orange justice over your body with the rat right there. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And what then they all just... got up and started doing the same thing. And we literally closed the door and walked out because we were like, wait, what? <laughs> we were so confused about it. And then the next day we uh, determined what gender it was and gave it a burial, a name and then a burial. What the do you name it? Um, uh, Sarah is what we named. Rest it. in peace, Sarah. I'll pour it out for the homie. <laughs> yeah, rip Sarah. Exactly. Rest in peace, Sarah. But uh, yeah, fun times. I miss me on that club. Initiation was wild. So, and when one of the guys like graduated, he had like the best voice ever. Like you know the shoot is it Kuna Matata? No, not Kuna Matata. 
What's the one where you go like, well, I don't even remember the word now. It's like one of the Lion King the songs. The Savenia one. It's really up there. Like, Which one? Uh, Savenia. That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that one. Just a little bit more um, cultish. <laughs> so, so walk us through <laughs> an initiation process. Is, is, can, are you uh, allowed to say? Or is that, is that proprietary? I don't think I'm allowed to. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm allowed to say. Um, it's private. You have to do yeah. a blood sacrifice to, and that's basically, and then sign an NDA with your blood or something? <laughs> no. Um, however, yeah, I don't think I'm allowed to. Also because it's like, I don't know if anybody that will maybe in the future get initiated will listen to the podcast or something like that. It's like... They're in for a surprise. I will say, though, it's nothing illegal. However, it is hilarious. I, something tells um, me that neither of our one listener will... Uh... <laughs> you never know. You never Maybe know. they will. However, Maybe yeah, Elon Musk has already listened to us, you know? One can only hope. One listen exactly. is Elon Musk. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I can't walk you through it. However, I can tell you that uh, they come out wet. Um <laughs> So that's fun. In the middle of the night where it's like 20 degrees in the mountains. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I um, really do not want to know more after after you saying that. <laughs> yeah, fun times. So, yeah, anybody else got any fun camp stories? That's probably my favorite. And then the second favorite part of, like, camp for me was, uh, like, the barbecue night. And then, obviously, like, every night, like, the stars. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, you could see, like, the Milky Way at night. It's impressive. Uh, I remember some tits and bits from my camps that I went to. Uh, I remember that, what was it? Completely faced out. Um, what was I talking about? Well, well, Patricio thinks about that. Autumn, you said you, oh, Zach, you said you went to a Christian no, camp? No, I, I didn't go to a Christian camp. Um... The, you're just, your your no relationship thing made me think it was that you went to a Christian camp. Uh, no, I just went to a normal summer camp. Actually, the summer camp I went to, I went to it um, for about two years, I think, um, two years in elementary school, and they have like themed specialties for like, and so like I I went for two weeks each time, and they have like themed specialties, you know. So like the first year I went, I did secret agent camp, which was like. There was like a lot of paintball, and they would like, you know, do like fun spiroided things. Um, oh shoot, that's not really fun. And then you like do yeah. zip lines and like shoot paintball guns while zip lining down something. Um, oh, that sounds cool. And then the next time I went, the first week I did film. Um, that was a lot of fun. We made a dumb little short film, and then the second week we did, um, moto like motocross things, like just riding ATVs around and stuff. Um. Damn, dude. That's yeah, it was, like it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then, like, at night, they, they did have stuff kind of like... Like, there was, like, a, like a, a, cons- a casino night every once in a while, like, once a week or something, where there'd be, like, you know, fake game tables everywhere. Um, and then I remember to get into, like, lunch, you had to, like... It's like you would line up by cabin, and the the council like the, there was like a counselor up on a stage, and then they would like sing a song to you, and you had to like sing it back, and whoever did it best, like they got dismissed to lunch first, and so it was it was a whole thing, and I hated that with all of my heart. Interesting. Although what you said about like getting dismissed to lunch reminded me of like 
the worst part of camp where we actually had to set up the tables for like 150 kids. Like two teams got oh. selected to set up the tables and that was not fun. Set it up and tear it down. Um, well, damn. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Now I remember good, what I wanted to say. I was, um, what is it? I, I was at a camp at fourth grade where we went completely into the into the Mexican wilderness because I was, I was, at the moment I was in school, in elementary school in Mexico. And we went, we went into, um, to a state called Michoacan. And over there, man, it was like the most beautiful, most quiet, most calm forest. Everything smelled beautiful. You could see like, and we went near uh, sunset. So everything had like a, I don't know, like a, filter orange of, tint yeah like an orange tint and you could also see like the con the beautiful green contrast with the trees and the and the blue sky and you could see the clouds as well and then they, they were teaching us how to i mean how to sort of live from the forest and there were some plants that, that you could just grab them and literally eat them and they would taste amazing and what else do i remember i also remember that we were just like, man, the, the place was absolutely magical. It was just like, if you would have taken the painting and made it 3D and put it in the real world, it was just beautiful. I just oh, I remember really being cool. very happy. That's, that does yeah, sound yeah, cool. Really Although, great. I'm starting to get the feeling that my summer camp was the more <laughs> wild ones. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I, I wonder I why would that be. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I also have like a small summer camp story, I guess. I think I think it was like when I was a third grader. So uh, during elementary school, I would go to these like engineering style summer camps where every year they have like a different topic they would focus on. Like sometimes it'll be like Rube Goldberg machines or other times it'll be like making a boat or something. So then the particular, that particular year it was about rockets. And uh, I forgot the context. I think it was like, like, we had to like send ship an alien back to his home planet or something like that. And so uh, one of the, I guess you could call it labs that we did during the whole summer camp was uh, we had to make paper rockets and then you kind of, you know, those like uh, foot pedal rocket things where it like shoots out a gust oh, where of you air have to and like, you can launch you have to like pump it up really a bunch. High. Uh, no, it's not a pump. You it's just, just like, like a oh, yeah, 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 that you yeah. step on. Yeah. So um, normally, you know, you shove like a foam rocket in and it flies, but this time they wanted us to build rockets out of paper, like, you know, build the body, the nose cone, the fins and everything. And I think what happened was the counselor uh, quickly made like a demo rocket for us to basically like show us how we right. have to do it. So, but then he also made it really like crappily because it wasn't even like aligned with the size of like the tube that you put it in. And I don't think he launched it, but like we were all third graders and we were all dumb, so we didn't really know any better. So the majority of the kids just built rockets kind of like the same way, but they kind of like look like extended <laughs> hot pockets. And but then I, on the other hand, was like, it was like my thirty-year-old brain was like, uh, what do rockets look like? So they're tall, they're thin, and they have a nose cone. So then I meticulously made sure that my rocket body was the same diameter as like the the launch tube and then also like carefully crafted like a nose cone and everything 
So I think while everyone kind of like flopped off the stoop, mine went like 20 feet in the air. Wow, Jeffrey's a whole 30 feet That's engineer. Really cool. so, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, so that was yeah. like, started so my early. time that, that I like dominated a rocket competition. Well, no wonder he loves KSP then. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, the your story, Jeffrey, kind of reminds me in fifth grade. I don't know if y'all's elementary schools did this, but like it was really common down in Texas um, that elementary schools would have an air, like a yearly egg drop contest. Um, so it's like you drop an uh, egg from the top of the building and see whose would survive. I, um, and I, I don't know if like the uh-huh. point of it was to inspire physics, but for elementary schoolers, you don't really learn physics. So I don't know. But, I think it is probably I mean, physics related. Oh, totally. In totally. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't do it in physics class. Mm. I did it in elementary school. Um, but it's like totally related to physics. Cause it's like you, if you understand physics, you can very easily make something that will survive the fall. Um, as for an yeah, elementary schooler, not at all. Like some of the designs that came out of there, absolutely hilarious. Um, so yeah, that kind of your story, Jeffrey, kind of reminded me. I think of that. one of the winning designs. I wanted to say. Oh, I wanted to say something about the eggs. Uh, that I once asked my. It was part of my. I for some reason my high school had an entrepreneurship class. And we were tasked with designing, okay, you have this limited amount of materials and you can buy it with this. So try to come up with, the, so with this budget, try to come up with a way so that the, so that the egg that you are given doesn't, doesn't break from this height. So figuring, I mean, at that point I knew a little bit about aerodynamics and no, no actually no, I, I didn't know anything about aerodynamics. I knew absolutely nothing. The only thing that I knew was that if I could if I could attach some parachutes made out of plastic bags to the to the egg while it dropped, it was probably going to slow it down a bit. And it did work because my group was the only one whose egg survived. So not bad. <laughs> nice. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, mine literally just went cuz yeah, <laughs> as well. It actually reminds me also of like another summer camp I did. I think in like seventh grade because we also had an egg drop competition and so that was the year where i started to learn a bit more about engineering kind of like all the neat little physics behind it i suppose you can say but i had a bad habit of over engineering everything so there was also so one of the projects we did was to make a bridge that could support a set amount of weight across a given gap and so we were in a group and i think what i said was hey, wouldn't it be fun if we made, like, a suspension bridge? <laughs> so, so then, like, I think because normally everyone just makes trusses because, you know, that's, like, the logical I solution I mean, a suspension bridge is kind of a truss, though. Yeah, but my counselor was like, you know, uh, we've seen suspension bridges in the past, but they've never worked. So I think that just made me really stubborn and just stuck to it. And what happened, what ended up was I think I got inspiration a bit from like the golden gate bridge so the deck itself was like this mini truss sort of arrangement and then we had two towers with suspension cables on it and somehow miraculously it managed to work and we got to like hold on a bit of weight so apparently that's like that one time that like a suspension bridge worked in a summer camp i guess nice i'm impressed you were able to get it to work yeah no still proud of it that was like 10 years ago yeah i don't know it's like i never went to any engineering camps or 
engineering stuff, but I guess there's, yeah, I guess, like, Jeffrey, you had, like, a more engineering background than the rest of us, um, and I will say, like, it wasn't until high school that I actually really got out of the house, <laughs> like, gr- yeah. like, growing up, I was a very lonely kid, um, very lonely, Aww. yeah, which, yeah, sounds sad, but as I was very content with my life, and then high school hit, and I was also content with my life. Until I moved to Colorado, and I was like, I'm lonely. <laughs> I see. So, I'm uh, still content with my solitude. <laughs> I way. mean, I am yeah, too yeah. at this point. And that's because I've done a lot of uh, interesting things and then also learned a lot. Um, it's no longer that uh, teenage me. I'm about to be two decades oh, so old. I'm so old. When, okay, when, when is everybody's <laughs> birthday? When, when, when are we all turning 20? Next year. Not already. Oh, I'm already 20. Next yeah. year? Yeah, Wait, Jeffrey, year. did you say you're already 20? I'm. Yeah, I'm turning what 20. Wow, Jeffrey! <laughs> I, I, turned, already... I turned 20 in January. Oh, shoot, oh, nice. what day in January? Uh, 22nd. I forgot my birthday Where's for a my... second. That's cool. That's <laughs> 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 solid. Yeah, my birthday is February 7th. I, I'm actually already 21. Whoa! What? Patricio. Yeah, surprisingly. It's because I took... In Mexico, we started school one year later. And we also... uh, What is it? And I also took a gap year before coming here. Alam turned 20 in September. Ooh. There you go, Autumn. Nice. Wait, hold on a minute. You got to like... Wait, that makes you a full year younger than us. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. (laughs) <laughs> oh shoot not bad not bad at all so that yeah. means you just turned 19 well happy birthday <laughs> thanks uh, yeah happy hey, late birthday yeah. happy birthday hey <laughs> yeah interesting that... yeah that's cool but uh yeah how's it feel to be two decades old Jeffrey and Patricio <laughs> it sucks <laughs> I just embrace it I there's no changing it I just I can only be me just embrace it yep Solid goal. That's solid. What did you do in the gap year, Patricio? Oh, excellent question. So what I did during my gap year was, um, so first I was working as for a PhD research as a PhD research assistant in. Um, do you guys hear the background yeah. noise? Yep. Sort of. Sounds magical. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds magical. I agree. What the hell? I am not. <laughs> okay what about now does that Yo. sound better yes oh hey oh my yeah. god sorry about that uh but yeah so mike um yeah i was working as a phd research assistant for a for a what is it for a skincare uh medical office so i was but it had nothing to do with medical skincare i was doing more of a research in biomimicry and in transdisciplinarity and how that applies to education that sounds so interesting <laughs> thank yeah, you it really does and also incredibly niche thank so, you and then uh-huh. like what so what what exactly did, did that mean? it's like biomimicry that that's um like researching how like certain materials react to the body right well, no, it's more biomimicry means that you take a process that is happening in nature and you try to, okay. uh, how is it, make it into a, put that, try to extrapolate, no, 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 not extrapolate, try 
passing, translating that same process, the, the essence of the process, into a solution that you want to be applied. So a similar, the best, the best, most clear example I can think about is solar panels, because they are technically imitating a natural process in nature, photosynthesis, and what they're doing is through a photo, fo photovoltaic cell, they're transferring the, I mean, they're, they're essentially turning light into, into energy. So okay. you, you can also, it can be, it can be viewed, it can be viewed from an engineering perspective of, oh yeah, you have the photovoltaic cell and, and whatever, but you can also view it from the perspective of, oh yeah, we've, uh, we have, we have essentially made a process that, that ha that recurs in nature and we have uh, made it into, we have engineered it, that same process into a human solution. So what uh, processes processes were you looking at um, during your time? Oh, I was looking at, uh, uh, what is it? I was, it had a big focus on architecture. So I was looking at how uh, buildings can be, what is it, part of an ecosystem representing, you, you know how an ecosystem can have, it has, I mean, it has all of the animals, it has all of the trees, the water sources, right, and they're all and very nutrient connected. sources. Yeah, so you, what you could essentially do is design design uh, buildings or apartments, apartment complexes that could have an interconnected water system for, for sharing, uh, for sharing uh, uh, water supply and sewage, and you could also design it so, so that maybe that the that the apartment that you have instead of being a completely neutral agent in the environment was actually sort of similarly acting to a tree where it was producing a net positive in in oxygen or in water that's really cool <laughs> thank you appreciate it but yeah uh, so, i was mostly just so compiling all of those articles and writing up I'm writing a summary. Okay, this one is doing this, and this guy is taking this approach, and he concluded that this is that, basically. Multiplied by 70 articles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Pretty cool. Thank you. Pretty cool. So I guess my question is, like, why did you go into aerospace instead of doing something related to that field? Oh, because I always wanted aerospace. That was just an opportunity that, that came up that... Uh, because I was going to be working, I mean, no, 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 because I was going to take a gap year, I did not want to be a useless couch potato. And what I said was, well, I'll look for a job. And in the meantime, I'll apply for college and just start and do some other stuff. And a friend in my class, in my high school senior class, she told me that, oh, yeah, uh, well, I was working with this guy. He he pays very well, and you know you just need to. I mean you need to show up, do do the, do the research and whatever, and help him on other stuff as well. And yeah, I I, I she told me that she would get in contact with his, with his boss, and 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 then, her boss contacted me back, and then we just scheduled the interview. It was mostly out of pure luck, nice. and it was. Even though it was, even though it is slightly engineering related, it's not, I mean, I, I enjoyed the process, but I would have loved it even more if it was, I don't know, applied to aircraft or spacecraft. Right. I do not, gotcha. I'm not saying that it was not enjoyable. I'm, I'm, it was very enjoyable and I learned a lot from it, but it's just, um, that was, it, it's, it's not, 
it wasn't going to be what I wanted to focus on for my whole life. It was very, it was very fun for like a momentary thing. Right. Solid. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So it's getting it's getting close to close to the time where uh, it's getting close <laughs> to midnight. Getting, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the time it is. Um, Cinderella is going to do beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it is midnight. I just remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, like today's podcast had to be cut a little bit short because again we are engineering students who have to meet up with groups and stuff like that and because technical issues we're gonna have to end it pretty shortly but i mean i guess i I feel like we talked about a lot of cool fun interesting things yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah summer camps (laughs) well yeah essentially it's like and i've got a ton of wild this was a very wholesome and weird podcast at the same time i really enjoyed talking maybe maybe once uh school's over we can record like a a, a double feature or something oh yeah definitely the semester's over that'd be fun i mean also see if we can get johnson and mom here that'd be very cool Ooh, um, I would yeah, love that. Pretty cool. Pro- yeah, yeah. Probably Wingate, Wingate <laughs> doesn't like me very much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But Johnson and Ma definitely get them on here. Oh, and, or maybe also yeah, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. They, they are, all of them, all I'm of the era professors are very cool, very wholesome, very supportive. Yeah, totally. Totally. Probably lots um, of very interesting I mean, stories. So yeah. yeah. So, are, are we wrapping up then? Yeah. Is it a wrap up? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so i guess thanks y'all for joining us on under expanded tonight and we'll see y'all next and one week. listener Bye. we love you you shall be <laughs> handsomely recompensated for you listening right now because we're going to do a double feature very soon probably perhaps maybe we do not know 